I'm Sydney Yana, and this is I Feel As Though Podcast. Um, I have Raymond and Jermaine, the besties, on here today. And they're also the in the LGBTQ family. So we'll be talking about that as well. But also we'll be talking about our fave, Nikki, to start off with. Um, before we get into that, though, I want y'all to kind of give a little quick background of who you guys are, how you know each other, um, and... What you guys want to, you know, use the platform for? Oh, no, I guess I'll stop first. Hey, y'all. My name's <laughs> Raymond. Um, yeah, so I'm 24. I graduated from UMES with Sydney. Um, right now, I am trying to be an aspiring wardrobe stylist. Um, I met Jermaine on Instagram. You know, I was just scrolling one day, and he got into a a little scarful, and I was just like, oh my gosh, why would somebody, why would somebody hurt this boy? So, you know, I just began to ask him, was he all right? And then ever since then, we've just been. Inseparable. Yeah. Right. What about you, Jermaine? Tell, tell us about you. I'm Jermaine. I am 23, almost 24. You know what I'm saying? Birthday coming up. Yeah, today. Yo, check this out. Birthday coming out. <laughs> the main event. Get the ready event. for it. Get ready for it. But, um, yeah, I'm 23. I'm from D.C. I went to Morgan and UDC. Okay. Didn't graduate. He gave That's up. Okay. That is okay. Um, <laughs> that is okay. But my Instagram is that's main. Y'all can follow me on there. And that's so main. So it's T-H-A-T-S-S-O. M A I N E. Okay, perfect. Um, so my Instagram is my Instagram and Twitter is underscore Prince Ramon. Prince P R I N C E R A Y M O N. Okay, and you have Style by Raymond as well, right? Yeah, Style by Yeah, Style by Raymond too. Yes, make sure you go follow that page. Got some, got some more uh, stuff coming up soon. Some at good. the end of the month. My guy? Yes, go ahead. Okay, so, um, but yeah, like he said, we met. Um, I was fighting, and <laughs> he was like, Why would someone try to fight you? I was like, Bitch, because I am gotta. <laughs> <laughs> it was me. <laughs> I love it. Oh, okay. So, I'm glad you guys are friends today and no longer fighting, right? Yeah, right. We yeah. get it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. talk it up, honey. Um, Flat screens, like not okay. So <laughs> <laughs> that was a good little Nikki play. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I definitely want to hear your top five Nikki songs. I don't know if you guys are ready, but I could pull mine out the bucket right quick. I'm gonna go second. Okay, <laughs> I go first. Okay, um, so probably my all time favorite Nikki song is one I like her old songs. Raymond be talking about she, he don't really be. You know, too into the old songs, but I like old dirty Nikki. So I like warning. Um Nikki That's I, I think that was her one of her first singles or whatever. And I also like Kill the DJ is probably my second one. My favorite, one of my favorite features with her on it is um Little Freak. Okay, so can we do original songs and then can we do features? Yes. I will mix mine up. I'm gonna mix mine up, but that's up to you, honey. Do you want to do that? <laughs> okay, that's cute. I like that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so um, and then I would probably say my fourth Nikki song. Let's see. That's gonna be kind of hard. Oh, the girls. The girls. And Wait, the girl? oh, the boys. Yes, and let me think some new songs I like by her. I like um the Coco, Coco Chanel. Oh, like that was my Chanel. song. Oh, Coco Chanel. Chanel. That's right. Chanel. Yeah, it put a little yeah. Yes, put yeah. a little five, little baby. But yes, those are my top five, Nikki. So what's y'all's? All right, so I'm gonna go next. Ooh, number <laughs> one. Stop on, stop on five and go out. Okay, so five. Number five would be, and this just got added to my motherfucking list probably like this month. Girls fall like zombies. Mm. Number five. That is my shit. That's why, what did I say the right. other day? You was like, ooh, what the 
Oh, um, cashews, they call my. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They my shoe game. That's why I call them cashews. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't That's know. That's why I said. So, I like Girls Fall Like Dominoes. Okay. The first album. I like Last Chance of the first album. Um, I'm going to try to spread them out. So, okay, spread them out. Spread them out. None of, no, no, no song on Queen is on my list, though. I'm sorry. But. Oh, why is that? Because Queen is my least favorite project. Oh yeah, of course. But it was still good. It was but still good. Yeah. But so, what I said already, girls fall like dominoes. Um, what the fuck I said? I said? You, you, you ain't, you ain't finished. You said girls dominoes, and then you. Didn't you better get oh, something. last chance, last okay. chance. Um, by her and Natasha. Last chance, the girl that sings "Pocket Full of Sunshine." Yes. I, I could have been head fame jump shot. But yes. <laughs> Uh, and then um, I like uh, oh, click clock off mixtape. Oh yeah, boom! I my shit bang, bang, bang. That's my song. Yeah. <laughs> they call me Nicholas. Now the Nicholas. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I love click clock. I love um, ooh, oh, win again. Cause I won again. I yeah, I won again. Yeah. Win again is my shit. She was saying everything that I like to hear. Yes. And then my number one favorite Nicki song would probably be. It would probably be Still Our Eyes. Still Our Eyes, Still Our Fight. See, Jermaine, we that was have, the first Nicki song that I ever knew that I we ever knew. We need to have a Nicki and handstand. Yes. Do it. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Come on, so, come on, Ultimate Nicki. Let's go. Yeah, so my five would be the fifth would be win again. Four would be LLC. Three okay. would be I'm the best. Whew, I should have put that. That's, that's, that's my song. Yeah, I'm the best. <laughs> uh, one I just got into, but I want can we do honorable mentions? Yeah, you can do <laughs> because it's not number two, but. I like uh, right through me. You see right through me. I like that song. Too. That's my shit. Uh, so, but number two, my number two would be. Hmm. My number two would be. Hmm. Probably. Uh, playtime is over. Fun mix say. Ooh. That's and okay. my number one. Yeah, that just when they thought it was safe to yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was But the number one would be. Um, probably uh, Daryl Nikki. Ooh. Because I like when you know I like when Nikki be talking about shit. She's yeah. getting personal and stuff. So that's probably why, like like the Pink Prince probably like my favorite project because she got she got personal. she was very personal. I agree, but I remember also too in her early years she was really transparent. Like, and Still like, she was very transparent. Yes. Um, I would definitely say autobiography and Nicki Minaj. Have y'all ever heard that song? Say one more time. The autobiography of Nicki Minaj. Yes, I just listened to that part of it. Son, that song is so deep to me. I'm like, every time I used to listen to that, I was in eighth grade, I would be like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, Nicki Minaj, not jump down. I'm trying to tell you, man, like, like you said, Raymond, I do like <laughs> it. Oh, what you say? <laughs> I was mocking Nicki. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> But um, like Raymond said, I definitely do like when Nikki talk her shit or when she gets kind of personable about um, you know, what she been through in life. Like Nick talk, Nick talk is that shit. Of yes. course. Like, stuff like, like that, like get off my pedestal. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Well, this was a great little icebreaker. I love top five. You know, that's my favorite game to put on the show. Um Yeah, that what? was fun. I like that. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad. <laughs> Um, also, so I want to just get into um, talking about some of the myths or struggles and even the fulfillment that you guys have experienced, you know, being a part of the gay community and, um, you know, what you've been through. I know both of us or all of us have kind of had these conversation off air, but I would love to um, bring it to light and so that people can understand what you guys been through and maybe you guys can help, you know, other pe- men that are going through this or don't feel like, you know, coming out or don't aren't ready to or anything like that. So, um, as I already know your coming out stories, I would love to hear them again and just how um, 
it affected you and, and you know what you guys had to go through and how it, it's changed you today okay so um who wants to start who wants to go first Okay. <laughs> okay, so my coming out story is very weird. But Ryman was there the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's good. Um, so I like officially started dating guys when I was like 2012. So I was kind of like out to everyone else, just not to my family and stuff. And um probably like 2013, my grades got really bad and my mom just uh, my mom knew. You know, she would tell me like she didn't know so later. We need to charge her. So, um, basically, everyone knew but my parents up until maybe, like, March. I'm going to say, like, March or something of 2013. My grades was just really bad. And my mom, she knew. Like, I feel like she just knew. And she knew it was something in my phone that was distracting me from school. Even though I was the type of person, like, I would fall off from school, like, around progress support and then pick it right back up around. That's how I was, too. But Everybody she just, that's how I knew because I was always like that from like with when, while I was in high school. So I knew that she just knew it was something like she she tried it. But <laughs> but I had to get my phone. She called me and she was like, yeah, I, yo, tell your father to get your phone. I, I, I'm like, we tried to leave some of this stuff before he came on it. But I just had so much evidence. Like you it was said so much. much. Yes. It was overwhelming. In my phone, like emails, text messages, news, Perfect. niggas, Perfect. Instagram, <laughs> everything. <laughs> So it was Twitter, everything, like it was terrible. So he got my phone and it was a clip from there. Like that was all she wrote. And I just went through a whole bunch of stuff after that, like with him. Like my best friend who just came in here, she was there with me through a lot of the stuff too, because Raymond lived very far. So he was just there. Like my dad called Raymond's phone one time, mm-hmm. all that. Like, but she was there, like as far as being physically there, because we was both in DC. Right. So I used to run away to her house. I didn't tell her I was running away. I would just get my stuff and go to her house for a little bit. And she didn't care that I was over there, but my dad just didn't know where I was at. Yeah. So I would get in trouble. Once I got home, me and my dad would probably like fight a little bit. He hit me one good time on the floor, not getting that. Oh my God. So the last time like we got into like a really big debate, I feel like the one time that my dad realized that he was wrong or whatever. And like he stopped like being super aggressive with me was one time, like the last time I ran away, I went to, it was me, my best friend Kenobi, and my best friend Leah. And we all went to Leah's house. And we was there for like two weeks. They never knew I was running from my parents. So, like, so y'all ran, okay, so you really ran away. This is two weeks. <laughs> I'm gone. And one day my dad and my mother was blowing my phone. Mind you, my father paying my phone bill and all that, but I'm running away. So he just pulled up one time. Like he called and one day I just I just had to answer the phone. I was like, I can't keep not answering the phone. So I answered the phone and my dad was like, I'm about to be. He knew exactly where I was at and everything. I was so discouraged. I was so sad. And I was like, y'all, he's going to be me at like y'all gotta come outside. <laughs> y'all gotta come outside with me for real. Because I'm scared. And my friends came outside with me. We was all like 17 years old and they came outside with me and they had my back. Like they had my back. It was like, and he stepped up. When he stepped up, I took a step back. And they took a step up. Mm-hmm. So we was all like on the same. It would literally look like he they was just trying to protect. Yeah. <laughs> so he was scared. <laughs> you know, we had his heart a little bit that day. It's like, no. But he just, I feel like he just, well, it just took time for him to get like a kind of respect for me. My mom, like, girl, she all right. <laughs> Everybody so, just be like, you know, they're okay. So as long as ain't nobody doing that for right. too so what do you think his actual initial reaction was? And why do you think he felt like that when he first saw all the evidence that, you know, his son was gay? Um, I think it's the fact that a lot of parents, even before their parents, like before anything, like people in general, like when they want to have kids. They already, get, they already have this idea of how they should be. Exactly. Especially yeah. when they feel like they missed out on so much. You get what I'm saying? So you kind of want me to over like take over that. So my dad isn't married. My dad didn't marry my mom. He had kids out of wedlock. Um, he didn't go to prom. Like he didn't graduate. He got his diploma, but he didn't graduate. Stuff like that. Like it was just certain stuff that he wanted to see me do. Like, and me and my dad are just complete opposites. You know right. what I'm saying? So, like he's very he's hard body, and I'm not hard body. Not saying I'm a punk, but, but I'm yeah. just not. 
uh, like that. Like, even some people might look at me as an aggressor, but if you see my dad, like, He's you'll know. Like, my dad is very, like, he, he go off. That's what he want to do, and that's what he want to do. So, you know what I'm saying? It's just that, like, he basically, I feel like my parents planned what I was going to be. Like, I was five in football camp, having asthma attacks. Right. Sitting down, like, I'm not doing this no more. Like, right. you know I don't want like, to. I've never was, like, the type of person that was very sporty. Like, I never was like that. I always was very to myself. I'm the only boy. I was the only boy for a very long time, too. So I never was really comfortable around other men and stuff like that. So right. I don't know. I think he just had, like, a perception of me that was not who I am. And it made him very angry. Like, when he... I don't, I don't want to, I want to say it was anger, but it was also like confusion yeah. and ignorance. Like he didn't really know what, what was going on over here. And another thing is like, my dad knows what the gay community have to go through. So right. he never wanted to see me. I could definitely understand that. And um, what would you say to a parent now or say to somebody who's going through that and you know, how that affected you, the way your dad reacted, how that affected you, how could you persuade them not to do that or to, you know, go about it in a better way? Listen. Yeah, listen. And I mean, the thing is, some people people are in their own ways. Like, some people are stuck in their ways. Like, I know people who are just like, I don't want my son to be gay. That's fine. Like, if my son gay, I'm not going to fuck with him. That's cool. Like, if that's what y'all want to do, but just know that that's, you're going to miss out on a good time. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like you're missing yeah. just somebody being gay does not make them evil. Y'all sit around in the hood and hang out with all killers. Right. Rapers, Y'all be raping, molesters, pedophiles, all that. And y'all are comfortable. These are y'all brothers. Right. But as soon as your son, the person who came out short dick, is gay. You're so, and that's not even something that affects you directly, if you get what I'm saying. Right. That don't have nothing to do with you for what I like don't have nothing to do with you. You're just sad. You're just a sad person. Honestly, like, if you want to be real about it, you're just mad because I'm not what you want me to be. That's only, that's real for what causes stress in real life when you're not getting what you wanted. Right. That's anxiety and all that. Yeah. Like, you, I feel like they just need to understand that it don't matter how you raise your kids, you're not in control of them. They're not your property. Right. So people are going to do what they want to do. Absolutely. Regardless. So don't also like the whole thing, the narrative with like exposing children to certain stuff. Who, uh, 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 that's not always true. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, where I grew up at, I was exposed to a lot of hard body shit, a lot of wild ass shit. Right. Like, and that's not me. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's not me. Those are people who I grew up around. Yeah. Those are my men. Yeah. Those are my hood brothers. Yeah. But they're not. They're not me. You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't act like that. I'm cool with them, but I don't act like that. So you can't expect just because, for instance, like things like how they have um, the gay couple on author and they feel like that will influence kids to be gay. When a child is five years old watching author, he knows that he's gay. He may be, don't know what's going on. He may be a little scared because this is not what society is saying is normal. But he knows because I knew him. You know. Always, always. And so, um, I'm gonna get to your coming out story, Raymond, too, because I think it's very compelling. But um, do you <clears throat> think that, um, with that being said, when people say you're not born gay or you're just it's taught, um, what are your views? Both of you guys' views on that, and where that when people say that. Um, I don't think that it's taught in any kind of way because at the end of the day, you like what you like, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to like what you like. So, just because... It's just, I mean, I feel like it's just like how, like, okay, like, you might, a younger person or like, maybe a baby or something, like, they might like, like Cheetos. Like, you can like Cheetos, but you knew from... How, I mean, I don't, I don't want to sound stupid enough, but like, when you, when you were younger, like, it's like, he just said, like, you know what you like. So, it's like, at a young age, it's like, you know that you I like Cheetos. So when you get older, I, mean, I don't know how to put it. I'm trying to put it in a Let me bang you this one. Let me bang you this one. So when I was growing up, I was never exposed to anything gay. Right. But it was, there was no gay shows. There was no gay shows on TV. 
there were no gay nothing on scene. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I didn't yeah. have no exposure. Yeah, yeah. I never knew what gay was. You get what I'm right. saying? I didn't know that until I started getting older. People was just calling me. I've been called a baggy since I was six right. on everything. So I did not know what gay was. I just knew that I felt like it was wrong because of how people reacted to me. You get what I'm saying? But right. I never knew what gay was. That was never something I was exposed to. That was what I was. Though. You get right. what I'm saying? So that's what they, people are just so simple-minded and they think that everything is so surface level that if you show a dog a trick, it's going to do it. It's not that simple. It's very, it's really not that simple. Like, it's really not, honestly. I just really do feel like you're just, you're just born liking what you like. Like, yeah. nobody, nobody taught you to, like, I didn't wake up one day. It's like, it's not a decision. I didn't wake up one day glad it's like, well, I've been like, through. but why would we want to go through this? Right. Why would we want like See, I was cry or like get kicked out or right. like, you know, get sat in the rain and shit? Like, yeah. go are you nuts? Like one day I was walking down a gallery place. This man literally walked up to me, not gallery, Georgetown, and this man literally walked up to me and pointed his finger in my face and was like, "You need to go to church." Excuse me. And the, sometimes it be people that don't gotta. Don't be the worst one. Y'all don't you have nothing. Do what? The people that you don't need to go to church is the ones that need to be sitting right. in church. Those be the ones that really you really need saving. Let's change. Y'all church. Like church. That's, that's, so, yeah. that's so true because I, I definitely don't think church. I think when people kind of push church, they'll be like, "Okay, this is how you're good," or "This is how you are going to be accepted by God." A lot of the pastors are pedophiles. Yeah. Yes, not only just that, it's just like a lot of people have sin. Like you sin a person. You're not supposed to eat fish. You're not supposed to eat fish. Jesus said, "Don't eat fish," but that's a sin. It's equal to being, you know, any other sin. It's a, sin that, it's a, it's a lot. Pause. It's a sin that have. It's a sin that yeah. have. You know. Yeah, and that's what happened. You, you know what I'm saying? And another thing is, I was on Twitter one day browsing, and <laughs> I seen this post where it basically explained that the Bible. Everybody knows the Bible has been re- rewritten seventy times. Right. The original, the original term that they were saying should be abolished did not translate to hom- to homosexuality. It translated into pedophilia. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes so sense. when when granted the Catholic community transcends homosexuality with pedophilia, they personally feel like. If you're gay, you may like ch- they. I don't know why they uh, they just pair gay with sex in general, mm-hmm. which is weird. But um, because all that's all they know is that you know we have sex with other men, so they just feel like it's I don't a sexual know. thing. And it's so it's, I just feel like it's just so wild how y'all how people are accepting the other sins and not because I like the same sex. Like the Bible was rewritten to not say pedophilia. Because you have Catholic priests uh, who are who have child wives. Oh wow! Yeah, you have priests who fucking little girls. Right, not little sister. And little boys to church to get saved because she's the lesbian. Oh, she's getting hit. Yeah, you're lynching. Right, (laughs) you're lynching. People trust. I need to trust God. But I'm not not trying to knock the Bible or anything, but trust God. Mm-hmm. Talk to God, develop a relationship yeah. with God, because that church shit is not work for me. Because everybody in the church, all of them have sinned. All of them. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, that was good. Um, Raymond, so yes, please tell us about your experience coming out and how your family reacted and, and how that changed you. Uh, okay, so I was a sophomore UMS. And it was around the time the season, Love Hip Hop season with um, Milan and oh, wow. what's his name? <laughs> Milan and Milan uh, and Miles. Miles. And I was, I had Miles' mom. That used to be my crush. That was like he was like my comments on Instagram. He'd be happy as shit. Miles. So yeah. Yeah, Miles was the bite to eat. Hey, Miles. Little chicken egg. I'm not gonna hurt. Yeah. So. Girl, so at the end of every episode, he would come on. But I, I was taking this at signs, like, 
and he'd come out because he, at the end of every episode, he was saying like, "If you need help coming out, call this number. You know, if you know anybody, call this number." So I was, I came home from winter break, and I was working at Giant at the time. It was this boy that there that uh, liked me, so my mother had went in there. And mind you, you know, she's always been asking me, always, you know, just kept asking me, are you gay, are you gay? Never told her, kept saying no. <laughs> so she goes in John one time just shopping, and one of my coworkers woke up to her and be like, yeah, uh, yeah, that boy over there like your son, right, man? And she's like, what? So she walked out, calls me, she's like, she's like I'm gonna ask you one more time, are you uh, are you gay? And I was just like, yes, because this whole thing, I, I was having like, I was just so scared of telling her like I was make I was trying to email her. I, was, I wasn't gonna text. I was, I was making up this email. Like I was having seizures in my sleep. Mm. Uh, like they were really bad. I was having like muscle spasms. Like when I was sleep, I was my all my arms were like like fly. Like, yeah, it was bothering you for real. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I was like, yeah. So she was like, yeah. She was, she started going off like, yeah. Don't uh, cause when I go to church, I sit up the front when I go to church. Mm-hmm. She was like, yeah, don't come to church. You ain't no point. You coming to church and sitting up the front. And um, yeah, you need to tell your father. So call my father. He started going off, and I'm tired of this. I'm tired of that fancy shit, and all you know, just very, very, you know, bringing me down, just making me feel small. So and then I come home from winter break. I come home for winter break, and so maybe that wasn't winter break when I came out. Maybe that was. Was that was I don't remember. It was coming. Maybe summer. I don't was know, that Thanksgiving? Maybe. Huh? Thanksgiving break. Man, I don't know. I don't know because been I, maybe, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think it was. So I, I called. So I, when I came home, we all sat down in the basement. And he just keeps getting in my. My father just keeps getting in my face. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, you, you're not a man no more. They, you got your manhood taken from you, and you land with the devil. And this is the same man that sits in the basement listening to, listening to Chuck Brown getting drunk, drinking beer. Uh, starting stuff with my mother, so you know, it just really just made me feel real small. I just felt like was nobody. Well, I had support. My cousin Jasmine, if she, she probably gonna watch this when I post it, she uh, she sung at Alice Candlelight. So, yeah, so you know, she that's my that's my home girl. Real life, she, 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 shout out to she Jay. Real life, well, she <laughs> real life Shout out to Jay. Yeah, so, and what type of stuff is always the Jasmine? I'm telling you. What, um, what type of stuff did she do for you in that time when you were feeling low or you know feeling like your family was against you? Say it again. I said, what kind? What type of stuff did Jasmine do for you um, to just make um, you feel better during that time? Yeah, she, just, she just gave me like very encouraging words, and she called my she called my mother and told her to you better leave him alone. Before, I mean, she said some other stuff, you know. I ain't going well, she, <laughs> she, 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 she just said, I'm gonna let, to let her know, like, yeah, what's that? When you look at that, yeah, clock. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> get my <nerves>. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, so I mean, she basically just had my back, and you know, she was always checking on me, calling, calling me, and stuff. Um, and and my grandmother, too. My grandmother, too. My grandmother, grandmother. My, my grandmother cussed my father. When I told her what she what he said to me, like, yeah, you a bag and baggy shit and all that bag. She said, she said, uh-uh. she said, stop right there. Don't tell me nothing else. She hung the phone up on me. <laughs> she said, she said, uh-uh. Stop. I, I was no shot. I'm trying to tell her the story. Like, what happened? I couldn't even tell her. Like, like, I, hey, like I didn't even tell her. Like, I came out because she, I think she called me back and was like, oh, you, you told her, you told your parents that you gay. And it's like, you know, she ain't no situation. I couldn't get out. So I said, oh yeah, my father, I said, my father called me a baggy. He called me back and said, I'm always doing some baggy shit. She was like, uh-uh, right there. Stop right there. She hung up the phone. She called my father. <laughs> she, she said, she told him, leave me alone. And that's all I do, man. Just leave me alone. That's the whole thing. We love our life. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, I think, really, that's, yeah, how did your? I know you have a younger brother. How did your younger brother take all of that, or was he always supportive, or did he have uh, confusion about it? Right never really been like mean or disrespectful. I think he knew. I mean, of course, I feel like everybody knew. But um, we, I went to therapy. Me, my mom, and my little brother. Not for that. Not for me coming out. But this is recent. It was for um, my parents getting a divorce, and you know. The, my mother was going by herself and the psychiatrist wanted to talk to me and my little brother to see how we would move. And when we was in there, he said he felt, um, he he said he didn't like it at first, but he was like, he was like, I just got over because that's my brother. Like, right. Like, I can't, you know, I ain't going to be treating my brother, little, my brother no type of way, so. 
Right. Like, oh, and honestly, like Remy is the type of person like who don't like it. Right. I be feeling like that too. Like, I honestly, like Remy cannot do nothing to no body. You literally have had to do something to him for him to even say something negative. Yeah. Or do something to somebody yeah. I care about. Yeah. Like, I think Raymond, I think the thing about Raymond too, I think Raymond has a lot of good intentions and the two shouldn't even matter. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, it's apples and oranges when it comes to um, being gay and what a person's yeah, character is. You know what at I'm saying? Point. You you accept that person for who they are, especially if they family. You might not like this person or you might not um, respect this person either way, but if they're gay and you shutting them out, I mean, you don't you think people already feel alone? So it's like, I think it's important for people to be an ally or, you know what I'm saying? Always protect those who are going through that. Because like y'all said- I really don't know what I would have done if like my cousin or my grand, like my cousin Jasmine or my grandmother ain't had my back. Like, I don't know if I had no support. Like I had no support. Like how Jermaine had, you know, his friends, you know, with him. I don't know. Like, I feel like that's really important when somebody comes, they need support. You need support. Right. I did from somebody and it's so crazy because Raymond literally like and it's so crazy because he's a year older than me but i came out before him so right. he literally watched me like go through all of the things that i went through and like anytime i was getting to my dad I, I was calling him so right. it's probably he probably was just for me to piggyback like he probably was a little scared watching me go through with the mm. i went through right it was probably, um, but do you encourage people to just go ahead and do it, rip that band-aid off, or are you like, you know, do it? Uh, yeah, but on your own time, but don't take forever. Yeah. Don't take forever and don't put down hurt people along the way. You get what right. I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind I of I want to say don't be selfish with it. Yeah, I don't I like the whole it. getting married and all of that. Like, I don't be agreeing with the, like, you know that you're gay all this time and you done married a woman. Yo, heck and then it's like later down the line, you just—I feel like that's a little corny and a little cowardice. But and that's and that's selfish. It's selfish, very mm-hmm. selfish. But my only thing is, like, y'all have to understand how we feel. Like the same way people are dying because they're black, like people die because they're gay. Right. Like you see, you see in comments where, like, I see. Okay, so if you watch two straight boys fight. You'll see them going at it, blow for blow or whatever, and it's like, oh damn, cuz knocks them out. Da, 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 da. Well, I would knock them out. Da, 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 da. But if you see a video of a gay man beating up a straight man, the comments that the heterosexuals would be saying is, I would have pulled my strap out. I would have killed him. Da, 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 da. Right. Like that, they're intimidated by us. Damn. Right. So it's really hard for us. Like it really is. Like it's really hard for us because people don't understand us, especially when you haven't grew up around like gays or trans or anything like that so it's hard for you but to people connect. like that i just feel like people like that they're they're under the they're in the closet too and they down too yeah they, I, they okay. don't like the fact that they when they see a gay they're like oh that'd be cute and it's like they don't like feeling like that because you know it's like, and a lot of them are a lot of them are so that's why i don't like you know what they're just ignorant even, and they close minded. yeah a lot of people are just ignorant but i mean so, i don't um, educated. so to that point i'm like um why do you guys think that in the black community, a lot of um, males, I know both of y'all fathers are in your life, but noticing how often the black males reject gay men, especially gay black men. It's like, they think it's like demasculating or something like that. Why and do you think that? Honestly, it's more so in the black and Spanish communities. Like, I think that, I don't know. Like, a lot of stuff are, tra- are traditional, so. Yeah, I think that black, People are, I mean, black men and black people in general like, are ways. so hell bent on men being this masculine, mm-hmm. like this masculine. And then, you know, we are in a community where it's like we hold guns. We got, you know, our men are looked at as way tougher than yeah. white men. Like there are mm-hmm. straight white men that black people, black women would look at as gay just because, you know, they're not hard or uh-huh. they're not aggressive. Oh, they, no, they like take, that. they take care, and they know. don't be. They just. You know they don't or they don't speak with a certain slang like a lot of black women feel like if you don't speak with ebonics like you're gay right which is weird but i just think that i don't know boo. <laughs> i don't, I don't know what people say the world like i don't know how to save it i don't, I don't know i would probably say i think people, I think people are just really stuck in their ways they're yeah, just stuck I, in their ways 
I think it definitely the older, especially the older generation. I mean, granted, in the new in our generation, there are still some people that's like that, but not a lot. Like the older generation, I just feel like they're just really stuck in their ways. And a lot of a lot of them aren't willing to learn. A lot of them aren't willing to be educated because that's just how I that's just how I was raised. And you know, maybe so hell bent on God. All of us that in like you could put me in a room full of them i'll lane because i promise i will like i'm a laner so (laughs) i think also too it could stem from some sometimes people say from slavery that um black men in general were emasculated but we look back in history and gay has been gay for years before we were even enslaved. <laughs> so they're I don't know. To, uh, the thing is they're trying to find a reason for it. Right. And they're trying to figure out what causes homosexuality when right. it's they they went to the doctors. The doctors are like, there's like nothing, there's nothing wrong with people. people. That's not a mental illness. People are just born liking what they like, mind your business. Right. And they right. can't accept that. They can't say like that. My son my That's the name of this episode, mind your business. okay so i just want to ask um what are your feelings on um i I know we talked about this before the trans boy in um dc who outed the girl's boyfriend or out and that in general what do you guys feel about Uh, i I remember what you're talking about okay so it basically was a situation where this um it was a trans woman and she um I don't know what she, she was, somebody. I don't know what she was giving. She exposed a lot of people. But <laughs> she exposed this one guy and his baby mother was going off and stuff like that. I just I happened to kinda of sort of know her a little bit, but his baby mom was going off on like Instagram and stuff like that. Right. So how do you guys feel about that? And do you think um it was fair game because he was, you know, messing around on his girlfriend, or do you think that that was selfish um of the trans girl to say those things i'm not with the whole exposing thing at all so i mean i can't i can't really speak i don't know what exactly happened but i'm just not with the whole exposing you know side of it you know right especially on social media like yeah i'm not a person that argues on on the internet so i'm not with that i'm not with the whole i know i've never been like because my whole thing is like oh you're trying to you but the thing is with the you want attention Y'all expose people presenting them as these evil people that you were fucking. You let them in your yeah. body. Me, yeah, you're true. evil too, bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah, are you nuts? Like, that's why I don't deal with download men. I am not. I don't judge them, but I don't deal with them because I don't want that that burden and that spirit on my body. Absolutely. These haters on my body, shake them off. Shake them off. No, I, I definitely understand. That was going to be my next question. Have you guys ever been in that situation with a download um, guy, and it just feels like super selfish on their end, and you had to, you know, learn from that? Yeah, my first love was download. I mean, I was download too, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been download. Yeah, it just, it just but I was download. Yeah, we've yeah. all been download before. So you, I mean, but I didn't move no. Type of wow, I wasn't talking to females. I wasn't. Yeah, I mean, but I didn't have a girlfriend before. But I wasn't. I wasn't having a girlfriend and a boyfriend. How old were you? You had a girlfriend. I may have been. Well, I was getting bitches when I was younger. I'm not gonna lie. Oh gosh. I had endless bitches in in elementary school. Like I had all them little jumps. So this girl, one girl called me ugly one time, and that shit hurt my feelings. But I had like three girlfriends in middle school, and then I had. My last girlfriend, I probably was like, I still got pictures of us too. I probably was like, uh, maybe like 14 or 15. I was 15. Yeah, okay, so 15. That's like ninth grade. How did you, how was that? And and what was that? Tell me about that. <laughs> Girl, like, first of all, all the girls that I ever dated was a little bit boyish. Like, it was tomboys. Well, <laughs> some of them was just regular lipstick lesbians, but I always, dated girls that were a little that were lesbians yeah like all of the girls that i ever dated was a little masculine and i was the girl in the relationship (laughs) that was up in your ass (laughs) so when i was in ninth grade and i was talking to this girl named judy like we was talking for a long time before we were gonna stop going man i used to like her so much and it just was like this little she just had like a little it was the masculinity in her that attracted me to her like i was like we sure like that like she was almost like a dyke to me and I really liked that about her. <laughs> like, so 
I just was fucking with her and she used to just fuck with endless niggas in the school. Had them niggas laughing at me because all of them was calling me faggies. And she just used to fuck with endless of them. Like, oh. and it just used to hurt my feelings. And then by the time like senior year, my senior year came around, I was already out the closet and stuff like that. I cried over her before and all that. Yes, and by the time I seen you came out, I think that she didn't like the fact that she dated me and then I turned gay. Oh, I think that kind of hurt her feelings a little bit because she do not fuck with me. Like, she do not speak to me. (laughs) Damn, Judy, calm down. (laughs) (laughs) Judy, get over it. Yes, girl, Judy, hit me up if you see this, bitch. I've been looking for you. I've been looking for you. (laughs) (laughs) That's too funny. But all right, Remy, you said your first love was down low. So that was like, how was that? And and dealing uh, I mean, it felt it was kind of I mean I've kept it was kind of embarrassing. I like I would try to like like I remember like I would try to like hug him or like when he, like because he wasn't driving, we were, none, none of us were driving at the time. So like when he got dropped off like by his by somebody like his mother or something, like I would try to give him a hug and like he would push me like while we in public and stuff, like stop, like. It was just, I don't know, it was just embarrassing. Like, it just, I ain't like it. I ain't like it. Because I like, no. I like money to be all up on me. Me too. I, like, I, like, like, I want money to be all up on me. Like, my young, I, I my want him to, I want him to, like, you know, just make me feel good. And, you know, he make me feel like that. So, the people, the people, Wait, the, yeah. suspect okay. he was gay? <laughs> huh? The people know he was gay or did they think he was gay? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They know that. Like, right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they knew it was just it was just you know like the family and stuff like you know he got dropped off by his sister or dropped off by his family. like what like when we was in you know in front of his you know family and stuff he's just like mm, so was this in, was this in high school or college high school oh. Boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that was a time y'all I remember that <laughs> but yes I can understand that too. like that was that was a different era that was a different era yeah, that shit that's that's the same y'all was at the home I mean y'all was at the um y'all was at the middle of the yeah. What happened at the boulevard, Raymond? <laughs> Spill it. Raymond, get it. <laughs> what happened? Tell me. Raymond's a lady. No, I didn't. Know. I don't know what he told him. Okay. <laughs> All right. So um. But, go ahead. Oh, uh, well, I was just gonna say, like, the down little guy that I dated. He wasn't my first love or nothing like that, but he was. He was cool. I'm gonna say his name and all that because I dare you. His name is Nick. We had started talking, but I was living out in Maryland with my dad because my mom had put me out. Okay. So I was living with my dad or whatever. And I was, I feel like, I don't think I was out the closet yet. I was, st- oh, this was around the time that I almost was out. So I was still in the closet or whatever, like as far as my family knew. Or whatever, and when we was just talking like all the time, but that was my little booze. So I used to send him like little news and stuff like that in my damn bathroom. Terrible. And one day he just was like, he wanted to see me or whatever. So he had came to pick me up from my house. My this nigga drove all that. Like he's about to go to college all that. I'm in like 11th grade. And he had came to pick me up from my house. So I'm nervous as shit. Like, you gotta come with my dad, it's not here. Like <laughs> we had, I don't give a fuck who else in the house, but my father came to be here, and that's that, period, because he's going to be the shit So we got, I got in the car with him. We had went to the mall. I think he worked at like the mall at Hollister or something like that at the mall. And he had went to pick up his check, and we did that. And then I had got some food, and then we went out to the car, and we were just cooling, talking. We had like mail and shit like that. And then with him, like it was just a little weird because we kept like having these like ironic situations where it was like one day. When I was actually talking to my dad about being gay, like we actually was able to have a conversation about it at Fridays with my sister. Mm-hmm. This nigga was at the Fridays. Wow. I'm sitting down eating my ribs and he texted me and he was like, you fucking them ribs up. And I was like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? So I'm like, what the fuck? So I had ran to the bathroom because I'm like, this nigga is in here, but I couldn't see him. So I ran to the bathroom and I was washing my hands. And when I looked up, this nigga was walking in the bathroom. And he picked me up off my feet, sat me on the counter, kissed me, was like, I'm going to see you later, talk to you later, and walked out. That sounds like freaky. Like, I like that. Was not a movie type shit. Like, I love movie. that. Oh my God. I, love this so, that was- <laughs> I did. I did. But we stopped talking because he was fucking with my best friend's best friend. Who was it? Was it a female? No, it was a boy. 
Okay, so he was messy, but he was real romantic. Yeah, he was a messy girl. He was so romantic. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, so I wanted to talk about some relationship questions since we were, you know, already speaking on that. Um, so what was your longest relationship? Um, at all? What do you think? That was in one. We don't have. We never had boyfriends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but the longest I've ever talked to, to somebody was probably like I'm gonna say like a year, year and a half on and off. Okay. I was talking about, about on and off. Okay. I was talking about like consecutive. Consecutive. Okay. Oh. Nothing longer than a week. Like, I would say like a couple months. I'm probably like six months. Huh. Six months. Yeah. For me, it probably was, you know who it was. Yes. <laughs> you know who it was. Um, that, that, that was January. That was February. Diamonds. Okay, that's me too. Actually, isn't that wild? I mean, I've been in situationships for like over a year, but I've never really had a yeah, yeah, yeah. You had the title yeah. like boyfriend. I have. Yeah. I, I do have my one. You know, my one little leg that you know. My one do. <laughs> I we're never gonna stop since twenty twelve, but you know. Okay so, <laughs> okay, so another question. Um, how long do you guys think the talking phase should be? For as long as it needs to be. I feel like as far as like you need, um, y'all are comfortable enough, y'all y'all know each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, people be uh, too pressed to make people. That, that's why we don't have boyfriends because people be too pressed to make people their boyfriends. Y'all be going to be knowing these niggas like for real. And then we all get together. That's why y'all are fighting and wrecking. That's why y'all, y'all don't know each other. Y'all don't know each other like that. You can't put a time in when somebody is going to, you know. Give themselves to you. That's why you're getting cheated on. That's why you don't have your your, your child don't have no father. Oh my God. This is different for me because I'm the people you're talking about. I'm like, be my boyfriend right now. Oh, you can't do that. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> I love it. You can't rush him to be your boyfriend. He got right. someone to be your boyfriend. Yeah. You can't Absolutely. ask him, are awesome. we going to start dating? Yeah. Well, y'all are dating, when are we going to be When are we going to be a fishing? And I feel like that's not, I feel like the the, the man has to be the one to be like, I want you to be, you know, my girlfriend. I don't feel like he has to be, but I feel like with the way that things are right now, like with women being very emotional, or with people having the stigma of like women being very emotional and all of that, I feel like it is like for security. It, it should like a man should be the one to be like, you know, I think that we should ah uh, because that's always in a woman's head, especially when they start liking you, like that she wants she wants you to be my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Type shit. I mean, less because I know my thought bitches or I know my bitches that's on the same type of time as me. Like I would right. like to take it slow. Even if I really like you, I would like to take it slow. That's just how I am. Cause you never know. Like people reveal stuff about you and then we could be on a date. Like we could be talking for five months, be on a date, and I burp. You know what I'm saying? Don't cover my mouth. Like, Hold on, wow. I'm done with you. They just throw you <laughs> off completely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like people wake up and feel a different way, and it's hard. It's it's sad. It hurts my feelings sometimes, but right, <laughs> it happens. Sometimes people wake up and feel a different way about you. So I think that you should just wait. Like, like nah, just, I already feel him like that. Yeah, it happens, and it's wrong. Like I mean, it's not wrong, but I mean, it's not fair to you. But you should be able to. That's another thing. Communicate. And communicate that attachment. Stop being so attached to these niggas. Yeah. Because excuse me, I don't mean to say niggas. But no, just say niggas. Stop being attached to these young men because, for a fact, they're not attached to you. Right. That's just that. Like, if you don't, I don't care if you do have some. But see, women, women are men. Like a man can just fuck a whole bunch of bitches and you know not get attached to them. But like a female, because females are more emotional. Like they're not going to. Well, they are females. I don't know. They're I don't females. feel like I don't feel like females are more emotional. I don't. I personally, I'm not the same. No, no, yeah, I can't that because I, because I feel like the thing is. Okay, so I feel like the thing is the fact that when you're younger, especially like in a black community and shit like that, when your females are physically smaller, so it makes sense for men to protect them, and when you're younger, when a a girl is born like 
A girl is allowed to express her emotions freely. You get what I'm saying? Right. A man is not, ex a young boy is not ex allowed to do that. Absolutely. So I when he grows up and he's a hard body and he get girlfriends and he don't give a fuck about them, y'all mothers out there that's raising y'all kids, y'all sons do not have no emotions. When your son grow up and he don't know how to tell his emotions in a masculine way, that's why you have kid, little boys that's abusing women. That's why right. you have little boys that's challenging women for power and stuff. Because right. they feel like they're supposed to be so hard body. What are right. you proving, honey? What are you proving? Exactly. Oh my God. Agree, Jermaine. Preach, honey. If, if men are ah. supposed to protect the women, yes. why? what do you think that you're proving by hitting her when you know that you're physically strong enough? Right. What are you proving, honey? Okay. Then you be mad. That goes back on how they were raised. You be mad when the girl picker jumps up and them jumps happen. Now you got because she done knocked you out your shoes. <laughs> so okay, and I also I know that too. Like okay, so since we're talking about the LGBT community, that the, that violence when it comes from you know how there's some men who think it's okay to hit females, some gay men who think it's okay to hit females, and I personally know situations. He's not right, like, I'm right here. I'm right. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Y'all fighting? Yeah, I understand what y'all say and yeah. all that, but I'm a very small man. Yeah. And that's all that I want every bitch on here that's watching to know. Ah! If you put your hands on me, we could talk it out. But that's how I feel about with anybody. Because that's how right. I was raised. My mother is the type of person, like, if you play with her, she won't smack you. Even if you're a dude, but she'll let you know that I know that you're a man. So I'm going to be ready for you to smack the shit out of me back. Okay. That's how you should be because... I mean, I'm not putting my hands on nobody. No, that I love. Like, if I'm with somebody, we talking. So I'm not gonna put my head up. But, son, if you, son, like how you just, I'm small, so you all in my face, and you know, you get all bigger stuff. I, I'm getting a little nervous. I have, I'm getting a little nervous. Okay, with that being said, are you you guys understand like that there could be consequences after that? Like as far as this, yeah, goes, yeah. Like, I, know, I know we're gonna rag. Like if I hit, if I swing, or I know we'll get another man. I'm talking about there. Let it be. Okay, you say the girl hit you, blah blah blah, and then you accidentally knock her out. Say another yeah. man comes and you know comes to confront you, and it causes another you know. Then we can fight again. It's nothing. But all I'm saying is, as long as you're not trying to shoot me, because we was just rapping. Right. So as long as you're not trying to shoot me, I'm fine, honey. But when it comes to the wrecking thing, women should be a little more smarter. Because oh, y'all yeah. so impulsive. And I heard this girl say that, you know, women are just impulsive. They just think like this, this, and that. But you think you say it like it's okay. Yeah, it's not. You get what I'm saying? Y'all should work on that. Men because can be when you're approaching, men can be impulsive too, but that doesn't make it okay. But I feel like yeah, I know yeah. more women. I know more women that feel comfortable with smacking a man than I know men that feel comfortable with smacking a woman. And I and, and I, I agree. Like and I agree. Either, I agree. Way, I, yeah. either way, it's abuse. Like y'all don't think that men could be traumatized by shit like that. I think can. so. You get what I'm saying? Just because you're a woman and you may not hit as hard as him, but being as though you know that, why would you want to put your hands on him? Because when he right. smacked your ass back. You want to call your brother. But see, they use that. As some women use that as, as, as that's an advantage. That's why I'm smacking you back. Because they be doing, they be trying to be manipulative. Mm -hmm. They know that, oh, men they are, know men that are, a man not going to hit you back. Yeah. You know what I'm so saying? They, yeah, they use that as their advantage. But then when he knocks your you ass back, out. Now you want to go call your brother, your father. Yeah. But tell your father that you hit him first, please. Right. And your father going to understand. Scratch, got, got this man scratched. Yeah, this, niggas be having scratches. Oh, I definitely know situations. I do not like that shit. I'm like, familiar with situations like, where men have gotten the shit beat out of them in front of me. But I always am an advocate. My mother. Like, my mother is one of those girls. Get out of there. But she's one of them bitches. I think oh. with my own eyes. My mother called my father's mother to her house to pick her up to take her to my father's house for my father and me and my grandmother and my father blacked her eye my mother proceeded to get in the car my grandmother's car my father's mother's car and called the police you started it that's not fair you get what i'm saying but yeah. of course, the people pull up and be like, oh, you put your hands on a woman. Exactly. They're not going to listen to that. Y'all need, need to start caring about that. Y'all need to start caring about the whole story. Yeah. Because another thing is, like, a lot of times, like, I see this in domestic violence situations where at the, if, if a woman called a 
police on a man because he was hitting her, the man is going to get arrested. But if a man called the police, both of them get arrested. And that's not fair. Right. Cheating is not violence, honey. That's not a reason for you to put your hands on it. You no, I've been cheated on <laughs> and I've never felt physically ready to fight. I felt physically ready to leave. But that's yeah. not because I feel like people just get so attached to relationships. Right. That's something humans need to work on. Like nobody can save you. Like you have to be secure within yourself first. Right. You not go to no person. Now I'm not gonna say man or woman, but you can't go to a person in general and rely on them to make you feel good about yourself. So right. You can't rely on a person to give you confidence. You can't rely on a person to tell you you're beautiful every day. You gotta feel that so that that one day that your man don't tell you you're beautiful, you, you already still know. feel that way, honey. Oh my God, yes! That was a That's gem you just Like y'all be relying on them too much. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with feeling like, okay, especially if you have this type of dude that's like, I'm just going to lead you the whole way. But be an individual too. Don't just be like, don't fall under the lines of I, I, I as a girlfriend. Be an individual first. Be that. Right. But that's a lot. Of, I, feel, I feel like that's a lot of people's problem. Like, they don't really know themselves when they hop into relationships and you know, they don't really love themselves. So they look for, like, it's, I know like some females look for that approval because, you know, sometimes they have daddy issues and stuff. And you know they look for that approval, they look for that love, and you know a man, but they didn't get it, and they, you know, they father. Mm -hmm. So now, when you say daddy issues, I think that's so interesting, which I want to have another episode on that. Um, but my dad has been my girl, boy. boys have daddy yes. issues. Oh, of course. But let yeah. me tell you this. let me tell you a twist on my um idea of daddy issues too. I believe that my dad, you know, my dad's in my life. My dad's probably like one of the best fathers out here. Um, right. however. Despite me saying my father ever put my hands on me, oh, he's a good, yeah. my dad is that nigga. I'm sorry. That's my yeah. man. That's exactly. But I see myself, I see myself in some situations like looking for my dad and, and men. Like, and I'm like, okay, if you don't reach this standard, I'm not fucking with you because I know how to be treated. Yeah. So I think that's another daddy issue I have. Cause they never how they supposed to know how to be my father if they wasn't raised by my father. So. <laughs> But I was about to say you can't you can't do that just because, like you said, they weren't raised by your dad. Right. And also, your dad is going to treat you a certain way because you're his daughter. Right. And you don't want a man to treat you like he's your dad. Right. You want him to treat you like he's your husband. Right. Or he's somebody who want to be with you. So sometimes you can't go. It's okay to pick those qualities out that you like about your dad that you would like for a man to have. But make sure you're not trying to find a dad a dude who treats you like your father dad. treats you. Because right. that's gonna fall under the category of, you know, a nigga wanting to own you, or you—that's how a lot of girls end up in those domestic violence relationships. Oh right. yes, oh yes. But I'm always looking for I'm, somebody. I don't even think probably even touch that bar that your father. Dick, we're never, we're never. I know, but I'm like, but most of the time, it's like situations with me. I do attract men like my dad, but then it's like they have some qualities that's not like him. So when them qualities come, I'm like, oh, I knew something was up with your motherfucking ass. I knew you were <laughs> like, It's certain shit that you just can't get like, past. Like me, I don't respect men who don't take care of their kids. And it don't matter what kind of kid you have. Because my dad, as much as he didn't want me to be gay and stuff like that, it don't matter how many times he hit me, guess what? I always had food. I always had money. I always had all that. I always had clothes. I always had a phone. I always had all that. Like, no matter how he felt about me, he took care of me because I'm his child. Like, mm -hmm. that's that. Yeah, you have yeah. kids, you're supposed to take care of them. It's beyond food, um, shelter, all that. It's beyond yeah, all that. It's that's, level. that's not all it is to raising a child. For real. I agree. Um, just, just to um, add on to that as well. Hold on, yeah, I'm about to get. My, what do you think? Because I know we're talking about relationships. Um, and when things go left, what do you think is the b easiest way to get over a breakup when you're going through that? I personally don't think there's no easy way. Like, oh my god, that shit is always devastating for me. Easy way, no, but there are ways. There is a best way. There is no. What's the best way? way? What's the best way? What's the best way? In my personal opinion, the best way is to one take time alone and get to know yourself your new your new self your new self because people don't believe in error and self-reflect as well because people don't believe in errors you get what i'm saying 
And for me, like, I know for a fact that with the big situation that I was talking about for nine months, like, I'm not the same person that I was before, then, or even, like, right after that. But, like he said, it took some time. Like, I had to start looking at that actions. Like, a lot of people break up relationships and they blame the person. Like, they're like, this person did this to me, this person did that to me, they played the victim. That's so corny. We're grown. Let's just take accountability for everything. Like, at the end of the day, like, one time I got mad at the guy that I was dating because he didn't let me go through his phone. Okay, he didn't let me go through his phone, and I started acting like a child afterwards. Like, I was stung right. his temper. And that's not cute. You get what I'm saying? Like, granted, granted, you could be like, oh, well, he did this first, but it's like, I'm in control of my actions. You got to look at your actions first, and things will be a little more smoother. Right. And that's my problem, too. I have to self-reflect sometimes, too, because I think I'm, like, not, like, such nowhere near a cheater like i never could cheat on nobody that's just not me when i'm into one person my issue is to like i think i'm very nitpicky when it comes to little stuff like i don't like it even if it's in the inkling of you cheating i'm like what the fuck is that but i gotta realize too that everybody's not me so it i think and everybody doesn't have the same morals and values as you, too. Right. I mean, that's why you, should, that's why you should know who you're dating, though. Right. That's so true. That, yeah, yeah, that goes back to that goes back to that way who into, you're dating. Hopping into stuff. Get to know these person. niggas for real so that you can know if you're more. And it's beyond what they say. He have to show you that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So if you're telling him, like, I like niggas that open the door for me when I get in the car. You can't meet him on the first date and he opened the door. And you think that. Oh my God, he really is what he said he is. That was yeah, time, yeah. and then you, you told him. <laughs> yeah, that was my time. Yeah. 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 It has to be, be consistency. It, it has, has to be, be natural. Y'all yeah. have to stop taking what a nigga say he is so personal. These niggas be lying. Yeah. You be lying. When lying you go in the pants. When you go on an interview, I go on interviews, be lying like shit. I worked at Toys R Us. I was the manager. I, I, yeah. I was trying to get this job, honey. Right. I'm trying to get the job. But once you you're in, you're going to tell you Right. Once I'm in the job, I'm late. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking hour breaks. <laughs> I'm going home. I'm calling my friends like, hey, say my house got robbed so I can leave early. I'm doing all that. <laughs> that right. I never told them I was going to do on the interview. Right. That's why you got to watch out for what you believe in niggas say. Because it's all right. about the finesse. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Sorry. It's sorry to say that, but it's about a finesse. Like if a nigga really wants you, he will tell you. What you what he feel like you want to hear, but if you a real bitch, then you will know when a nigga saying some bullshit on that. Oh yeah, and we you you already know that it's a lot of but, but I know, really it's mm-hmm. a lot of females out here that act like that's probably what we seen there. I know it's a lot of females out here who are really dumb and they really just don't understand it or it's not clicking. And that ain't happening. I don't want to say that like that makes you gullible or anything, but it's just like what makes you gullible? Wake up! <laughs> but no, I also I don't say like you know believing what somebody tell you will make you gullible because at the end of the day, like if I meet somebody and they say that I'm this, they say that they're this, and they haven't shown me a reason, uh, reason to believe that they yeah. aren't that and why, but it's a little more surface level. It's not. It's, it's not, not as it like be, simple. It as has that. to be actions. It has to be actions though. It has to be oh, yeah. like people. It's not that simple. Like it's not as simple as oh he didn't say this, so it's not that. Like people don't say a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And then niggas, niggas is the type of people that be like, I didn't lie, I just didn't tell the whole truth. Right. So you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta make sure that all your ducks are in a row. Like even if you feel like you're doing something for a man, make sure you're doing that because you want to do that for him, not because you think that that's gonna make him like you. Right. I agree. Um so I guess we can wrap wrap this up. I really had a great time talking to you guys, but before we go, I'm gonna shout out some black businesses. Ooh, oh yeah. Um, so I, Angel Renee Music. Yeah. <laughs> Angel Renee Music. Angel A N G E L Brene B R E N A I Music. Yes, real hood hair. Real hood hair. Yeah. That's Lily. So Pretty with nail, that, I need y'all to send all those um, handles, and I will Pretty put them. Who? Give me another one. I said no. I'm gonna. I want y'all to send me all those handles so I can put them in oh. the description box. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, some that I got sent in was if you need lashes, Yen Blinks, which is Y I N B L I N K Z. 
Um, we uh, have. Last day, I'm sorry. Last day, fast time. That's Imani. Imani. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, another good one. I was going to just do two this this episode, but I got the rest of y'all soon. Um, is Naya's Twisted T- Tales, which is um a drink line. She basically sells pouches, drink pouches, and I heard they lit. She's selling out for real. And where um, she uh, where she stay at? She is, I believe, in like the friendly Waldorf area, where you know, just in that. Yeah, (laughs) but it's a little pub for you. But when you go see Raymond, you you can um holler at her, and that CEO is it's Anaya, and I'll have all that in the description box. So shout out to oh, and shout out to Lily Forty Seven, who just recently did my recent photo photo shoot. Photographer, local photographer in the DMV area. She's that girl. Mm -hmm. Um. Yes, so um definitely look out for all these black businesses. We're gonna have this black business hour at the end of every episode. So you know, just keep me posted. Uh, if anybody has any comment below, and yes, I, I enjoyed you guys. Um thank you so much. Um, thanks for having us I love talking to you. Yes, I love talking to you too. Hold on, I'm gonna yeah. stop. <laughs>